Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. We took a couple weeks off because, you know, the election was just stressful. Also, the week, the year was just like bearing down on us super hard, right, Nick? Yes, I agree. This was, yeah. this was a special year. It was, and it was like getting it warm outside and it was super nice. And it was like, oh, maybe this is going to be better. They started getting cold again. I remembered like, oh shit, this is, there's a virus that's trying to kill all of us. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was the reason. Plus the election happened, and it was just like I couldn't do that. I couldn't do anything besides think about that shit. But we're here now, and we have a special guest, homie Mike Brown. What up, Mike? Yo, what's up? I'm feeling free. That's all I wanted to say. Yes. <laughs> I want to beat around the bush up about it. I feel free for right now. Oh, yeah, just these, these two days. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yo, that's that's what this weekend feels like. It's like yeah, this weekend is like oh, it's like we're going back to school on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we like, right now it's so lit. Yo, it's 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 it feels electric right now. Like it's it's one of those things. Like I'm not gonna get too too deep about it but it's like i only started caring really about politics after obama and mm-hmm. now now doing like sam b stuff but like i've always was like man they don't care about us they don't care about the black people they don't care about the black man or the black woman or the black and the black and um now it's just like well all right white people haven't lost their minds in mass you know what i mean so we yeah, exactly we got a little bit of hope left <laughs> now yeah we got a little bit of hope work. Yeah, that's, yeah, a that's little dope. bit yeah that's dope yeah, man. But yeah, like, everything's I, good, man. I, yeah, I'm glad, man. The year hasn't taken too much out of you. Uh, nah. It it's like the last. I feel like the Trump presidency was jail. You know what I mean? Like I did two days. The day he went in, the day he going yeah. out. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's my whole vibe. So, I feel like uh, the quarantine fucked me up. You know, everybody, all of us, like we do stand up. It fucks you up because you can't kind of get out and do it as much as you would do it before. Um. And then uh, I've been like on Twitter more, but not yeah. tweeting. I've just been reading more. Yeah, I've been on the same shit. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why are you reading more? Just re- man, because like I kept seeing like all all the women I follow, all these black women talk about how black men ain't shit, and I want to just counter all their points. But I'm like, wait a minute, let me really see <laughs> what yeah. they're talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> I went on Amazon and I just like bought all these books. I got like a belt. Uh, was it uh Bell the hooks. hooks books? Yeah, I got um this other book like about uh masculinity. This this book about like toxicity and pain. I'm just like, all right, let me just read and educate myself because I don't want to come out here being like, all right, if I'm being whack as fuck, we got to change that. Not saying I'm whack as fuck, but you just yeah. like, okay, there's work to do. So let me exactly. just let me just yeah. do that work. So that's that's been it. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think that that's been like a very common theme that I, like, everyone I talked to about, like you know, the cr- quarantine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It feels like everyone's just putting the work back into themselves and putting the energy and focus back into like yeah. how they're thinking, what they're thinking about. And it's like it's a time to do less talking. Yeah, you know, I think it's like, and especially for us as stand ups and stuff. Like I thought quarantine would happen, but I'd be tweeting nonstop. But then it's just like you realize when you're a stand up, you're like, I'd rather be I want to perform this stuff. I want to say this yeah people <laughs> in like person and have them react to it instead of being like you say a thing and it's like being analyzed. And sometimes mm-hmm. people just question or like because the stand up people don't really question you. So either it's funny or it's not. Yeah, I do I went through this shit of like I went through the shit of like I think right after Trump got in office I think the whole vibe of like America started changing about like what was okay to be said and what wasn't okay to be said. And mm-hmm. so I'm used to snapping and just talking shit, just reckless. And it's like, oh, it's all out of love, but you just talk shit. You just flying. And then it's like, oh, this thing could be taken in a way. All right, let me kind of like re- recheck myself and just like start learning things. And then I realized like, okay, there's a lot of things, uh, even like just culturally, like black culturally, which I'm like, like, Yo, growing up in Harlem, like no homo was a thing. Like, yo, no homo, yeah. no homo pulse. What that was yeah. a thing. And now it's like, well, that that might offend me. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even okay, cool. So now let me look at what how you look at things also, my culture and how I how I look at blackness, 
also how I saw the uh, even just like the industry is like, oh, like, oh, you're black. Come on in. We've been waiting for you guys. We want to see your perspective. And it's also like, well, well, do you really? Hmm. Man, you know what I mean, I've, I've just been on some like whole whole fucking uh, spiritual, comedic, everything awakening of just like looking at how the world is, looking at what happened with Donald Trump in there and um, looking to see what happens with Biden there. It's like, I'm not like happy. I'm not like on the juice of like, oh, everything's going to be great. But I'm just like, all right, well, I know that it just feels good that if uh, a, a dude comes up and shoots up protests or shit, the president's going to be like, that's okay. That's all. I, that's all. Yeah. I just want to have some kind of level yeah. of civility. Somebody else that's is it. like, yo, that's like, it. you that's can't it. do that. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's all. That's all. Exactly. So, so what you've been listening to on this time? All right. Okay. Before we get to the song. I just have to say to bust the ELE two, incredible album. Crazy. It's a, it's it's, a, it's an incredible album. Um, even like I remember the first album coming out and me knowing like, oh, Bust is one of the greatest, and just been on that Busta tear and been waiting for this album for a minute. So that's album somebody been listening to. Um, there's this there's this band I can't I've, I've never I don't think I've ever said their name out loud. A uh, Karubin Karugbin or something like that. I'll send it to you. I'll I'll let y'all know. Right, but it's yeah, um, they're dope. They're dope as shit. Um, I've been listening to some Odyssey. I listened to. Uh, there's been just like so much music that dropped. Uh, a, a lot of Anderson, a lot of uh, and his his band too. That did uh, Free Nationals. Free Nationals, yeah. The Free Nationals. I've been I've been checking that stuff. But I've been like kind of like, oh, also Benny the Butcher. Like I've been all around oh, yeah. the place. The new yeah, Big Sean. Yeah. Like so, like I went I went rap heavy. But then I also was like, yo, I need instrumentation. Like I got into the uh, the Chronics album. Well, uh, he's a he's a reggae artist. I was yeah. Jamaican. He's really dope. So like I've just been really just getting back into not listening to like the rap caviar playlist like I used to. It's just like okay. it's all shit that I like and doing the super the super digging. So if I listen to one album and it's like, oh, you got this person featured on your album? Okay, let me check them out. Yeah. Oh, they're dope? Okay, cool, cool. Let me listen to them. Okay, they got somebody else, and that's how I started doing it and getting back on that artistry shit. But uh, but definitely the song that I chose, if I can get to that right now. Of course, let's get to that. Let's get to that. Okay, because it's inspired by all this shit, is uh, Anderson Pack Lockdown. All right, let's play that shit. Let's play that Anderson Pack Lockdown. Play that shit. Anderson Pack famed Modelo sports, spokesperson. <laughs> those, those fucking intense ass commercials with the piano in the background like Henderson's pack come on I don't like I don't like beer commercials that are like trying to be that try to be motivational yeah like right, that's not the vibe for beer yeah. <laughs> go out it's not an energy it. drink it's not it's like you're, you're drinking a beer after a long hard day it's not like it's gonna motivate me to be better no this is shit you drink after things have gone wrong i don't know how dosaki's got that off yeah when they were doing the most interesting man like a word with dosaki's that's the commercial not like a- but but, that, but it worked because that i think it worked because that dude was just like he was like old and like all right i'd lived this life and now i'm drinking it wasn't like i was drinking yeah. during because this model is just like oh so and so works at, goes to school and he makes he makes tacos in his room and yeah. it's like <laughs> modelo like that's not they, they, they're trying to rebrand because they're trying to rebrand like the super spanish modelo has like a very like you know it's a very ethnic beer and it's making like this american green. yeah oh that's not it's hard it's, not with it. it's just like when i think of modelo i think of being at a being at an open mic and needing yes. to get one of the drinks yeah that was like that's what it's, it's 350 instead of five yeah. Right. yeah cool i'm in there's nothing that makes me think yo i'm so cool right now i'm getting modelo <laughs> i've never i never had a chick be like oh that's a modelo mike yep. yeah never happened there's nothing that's been positive for me from a modelo other than here's that one drink ticket bow i'm in i'm inside <laughs> Exactly. What's your okay? What's your go-to like? That's a swaggy drink. Like you can bring it out to impress the impress the women. Oh man! All right. I used to do. I used to do Jack and Ginger Ale. That used to be like a little little mixture. Be like, okay, it's cool. But now I've just like grown into my my full-on blackness, and I'm just like, give me a whiskey neat. Give me a whiskey <laughs> neat. Depending on where I'm at, just give me a whiskey. Give me a neat. Put it on the rocks, and um. But it's it's kind of it, I call it the swaggy drink because like if you meet a woman who's like oh I drink whiskey it's like okay you're about this life <laughs> you're about, you're this. about this life <laughs> it's all you need what's your what's your swaggy drink 
My swaggy drink. It depends. Actually, turn on Nick. Turn the music a little bit because this is this is the baseline is smooth as hell. And I feel like this. That's what I'm talking about drinks and shit. I feel like oh, it could be yeah. classic this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like right now I like to go for like I drink a Paloma. That's my shit. It's a good like Paloma. brunchy. You can go, you go brunchy to like late like early evening shit. Yeah, I mean some tequila, grapefruit juice, a little bit of lime juice in that, and you're smooth. You're you're moving and grooving. <laughs> or um. Cause I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a strictly like I'm a tequila person. That's the that's the yeah. alcohol I drink a lot of and not feel like nauseous when I puke. But tequila, um, tequila, I can do. I can go tequila. I don't know what happened okay. in the thirties. It's just it became because when I was younger, like, <laughs> yeah, because tequila is dangerous. <laughs> yeah, tequila, when I was younger, because tequila no, tequila is dangerous because it's just like you can drink a lot of it. You can like because tequila it has a it has a kick it has a kick, but it's still like, you can just you can you can fly through that yeah. shit. But fucking. Uh, <laughs> Now I'm just like okay, I can drink a lot, but I'm like I can drink a lot and still have energy, like move around and like kind of like yeah. talk to people and be yeah. smooth. I'm not gonna be like the tequila had me fucking tripping because when you're young, I think it's like tequila gives you so much energy and you don't know what you're doing with your life. So now it's like you're wilding the fuck out, but you're an you're adult now. And once you come into yourself, it's like you can do you can do that same shit you used to do, but you can do it in a better way. Oh yeah, that's 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 why I do the whiskey because yeah. the whiskey. The whiskey like keeps it mellow. It's like, yo, you can go crazy. Yeah, exactly. If I go too hard, I'll be too happy, too fun. Be like, no, this is just enough. We're gonna coast. We're gonna land the plane. We're gonna fly through some clouds. There's gonna be some turbulence. Yeah, but we're gonna be. We're gonna get there. We're gonna land this plane now. We're gonna land. We're gonna land. We're supposed to land. Yeah. We're gonna do some Denzel in flight. The plane might flip around, but we gonna yo, land. Yo, I was just thinking about Denzel in flight, bro. <laughs> I was just thinking about that shit and how like, yo. That scene when he comes home, and I love how like he he, he crash lands the plane and everybody yeah. survives. Then like the, a couple scenes later, you see him just come home, come to his come to his house and just crash into his family's life and just be crazy for ten like for like it was like five <laughs> minutes of him just fucking wilding nuts. out, just being nuts and just like oh my god, it's crazy show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that's oh. why alcoholism gets too strong. But like I think that. Coming back and switching up alcohols in your thirties and stuff, I feel. Yeah, look, I actually feel like just being in your thirties is just a better vibe. You er, you early early. I'm thirty. I'm thirty two. Thirty two. Th- okay, early. Oh yeah. So you got. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go through a fucking. Nick, how old? Are you? Where, where's Nick at? Right here. Where are you at? 30, how old are you? Thirty five. Thirty five. Right. So like, I, I'm I'm thirty eight. So there's gonna. I feel like there's different bumps. Like when you're in your early thirties. You just getting out of your twenties, you know what I mean? You think you're the biggest shit when you're 29. Like that 28, 29 is dangerous because you're like, I'm not 30 yet, but I'm about to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you start big man and everything. You're 32. I feel like it's like you start feeling like, yo, I'm an adult right now. I'm an adult. Yeah, I made it. I did it. 35 is when real decisions start happening. Okay. <laughs> 35, you start looking around differently. You're like, all right, well, what are we, what are we doing here? What are we, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, I'm an adult, but where are we right now? Right. <laughs> 38. 38 is just a feeling of like, all right. Okay, we cool. We cool. Let's tear some shit up. But it's 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 a different level. It, it's like it's a continual progression, but those different markers, the same thing like when you're 16 to 18, 18 yeah. to, to 21, it's its different. Like, in all I'm saying is enjoy your tequila, yo. Because I know <laughs> after my 35th, I was like, no more, no more. Word. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm so, I'm so doing it. Enjoy it's, that shit, man. But one thing I like about my, my 30s now, too, is I like listening to music. Now, I like listening to artists that are also in their 30s. Because, like, you don't, you don't tell. You can't like feel like when I, especially with rap, it's for a while. So everyone tries to like hold on to their youth of like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, still, I'm this young nigga, I'm the kid, whatever, whatever. And you hear an artist who was like firmly in the, just confidently in their thirties. You hear them rap or him, yeah. him do whatever. It just it's better. Like Anderson Pot, that's why I like him because it's like he has a youthful energy, but he's in this, he's firmly yeah. in his thirties, and it's like it's fine. He's doing he's doing like donny hathaway marvin gay shit on one side yeah. and then he like switches over and he's just like doing this rapping like he holds his own with benny and all these he, he's the he's like the one one of the few artists that is like cohesively holding down soul music for this generation oh yeah 
You know what I mean? He got. I think he put on that Marvin Gaye beanie and knew fucking <laughs> he knew responsibility. <laughs> that. Like you can't you can't sing with a beanie and not be like you gotta hold down the whole. With time. great with great beanie comes great responsibility. <laughs> Oh, they man, probably man. got like a woke Spider-Man, just like in another <laughs> universe. He just... Oh yeah, yeah, he could totally be Spider-Man. Yo, let's, yo, Nick, just keep playing Anderson Park songs like this. <laughs> playing him in the back. Yeah, uh, random, random with lockdown, right? This is just yeah. like a, a random music nerd shit. Yeah. Is um, I sat. I feel like that bass line under it, yeah. is the sample from "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See." Play that. No, that, that, that was the first thing I noticed. Go back and play. Can you play lockdown one more time? Yeah, yeah. I want to because. Run that one back. Yeah, we gotta do that. Jimmy guns in the White House. You know the vibes. <laughs> you know the Mike, vibes. Did you make it? Mike, did you make it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so dude. hyped. Oh, I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. And I'm Nick so Jamaicans. And Nick Jamaican too. Damn. I'm just waiting for them to give us like a pilgrimage, like how Jewish people get. Like oh, we man. all get to go to the White House. <laughs> And do this one time, so <laughs> just in the rose garden or doing the the pepper seed. Yeah, <laughs> everyone gets a flight to Air Jamaica. <laughs> the in flight would be beef party. <laughs> <laughs> All right, some bread. <laughs> yeah, I'm so hype. I'm so hype. You don't even know. It's like I feel like I feel like they snuck Kamala into the office. Like they were like, "Hey, pick the VP." And then they're like, all right, you don't hear from her. Okay, debates. You don't hear from her. And now it's like, oh, it's all over now. Yeah, they're not ready. They not she's gonna drop the accent on one of these foreign diplomats. I don't know when it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Putin, what's wrong with you? Trying to up. You're gonna come up to the, the podium just be like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be great i think it's also it's, i didn't even know she was jamaican like that because like all right today i was watching predator 2 because i was like hungover or whatever yeah and i was watching like early 90s movies like the way to describe jamaicans was always the, if the, <laughs> it was the most offensive thing i've ever i was like if i was jamaican i'd want to murder everybody. i mean oh yeah Cool Runnings was a horrible time in my life. Cool, cool Runnings, cool Runnings, yeah, Cool Runnings is probably, yo, Cool Runnings. That shit extended. That shit extended beyond. But that was like, look at just yeah. these happy. These, these these niggas are happy to be here. Look at these skinny malnourished niggas. Yeah, but it wasn't even. It was they were doing horrible accents. So all the white kids at my school thought that they could speak like Jamaicans. Yeah. Hey, man! Exactly. <laughs> Sanka, you dead yet? It's like I don't want to hear this from you, Ralph. Yeah. It was, it was like it was cool running then it was also like marked for death with steven seagal <laughs> which was, i know that might be that i was like i watched that shit i was like yo that might be the worst thing for jamaicans ever bro. it's like if if the movie isn't about jamaicans it like explicitly right starring black people the jamaicans over here haven't seen it but <laughs> you have a black stuff. I guarantee you, every Jamaican in America has seen Belly. We had to. At yeah, least right. Yeah. So you see it on the plane coming over. You know. Or shots. You see. You also. You also. Yeah, of course. You know the Because, like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the, that's one of that's one of my favorite movies, and it's just like I've watched it so many times. I'm just like, yo, this is ass. This movie is not well made. These are not good people. But at the same time, it's just like I feel like I see Jamaica like the way I like. The way Jamaicans can see it, yeah, and all the accents, the accents are like good, and it's like, it's just <laughs> you compare it to you. Can, I was watching Predator Two, and the motherfucker, like, he was, it was he was saying Jamaican, but he was he was speaking Jamaican, but he was, he was speaking the Patois, but he was being yeah. so, he was just talking so slow and cryptic, and he had chicken bones in his hand, and I was like, that's <laughs> I've never seen that. Yo, Mike, you ever seen one of your Jamaican relatives with chicken bones in their hands? No, I haven't. I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I've <laughs> been to plenty of barbecue, plenty of function, plenty of tables of domino. <laughs> I play bones. If they were... <laughs> right, they misheard somebody. Mean, they yeah, thought. You mean I, yeah. I've, if we mean bones in the sense of a full hand of domino, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, it's like anytime you see, anytime like if you're a black person, like just in general, when you see black in the media, it always will like raise your hair up to some degree because it's never exactly what you picture, mm -hmm. ever, oh, yeah. ever. Like, and 
anytime we see something, we want it to be good for us. Yeah. All the time. So like Jamaicans, I think Jamaicans in mass, we're just happy to be on the screen. We're like, be on the screen, be loud, be great. Good. Good. I think, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's weird. I noticed, I noticed, I noticed this trend a lot where it's just like, I think people, because this is involved an African person, it's like, when you see a movie there and the movie there has a different effect than it does here. Like you watch a movie, like, like what you call it? Like you watch coming to America or whatever, whatever people, oh, it's yeah. great, but it's like, you watch it with all white people, all white people around. It just feels yeah. wrong. Yeah. Like, this movie, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't have this. Ra- I, you can't be laughing at this, but you watch it yeah. with all Africans, Africans love that shit. Like yeah. that, was, that, that was the thing about like, remember that shit with uh, the problem with the poo, that whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember I was looking at like you know Indian people. Like I, like I remember I, I followed this shit, and I saw Indian in, people who were in India. They're like, I love that character. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Just to see myself, but it's it, just like it sucks when it's like you're the only one, and you got to deal with white people. See, like I, basically the problem is we allow white people to ingest too much of our media without seeing <laughs> many of us, so they assume we're all like that. Until like until we get. I don't want to say like different Hollywoods because it's also a thing of like, there is a problem with a poo, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like, it's like, uh, like the Hannibal joke when he, like, I hate talking about this, not hate talking about, but like when Hannibal did the Bill Cosby joke. Yeah. And then that like turned into like a controversy, which turned into whatever it's turned into right now. And it's like, yo, my man was just joking. Like he, he wasn't trying to. It wasn't a trailblazer. Yeah, he wasn't like a fighter for justice or anything like that. But he was just like, yeah, I'm just making a joke. It's like, come on, let's let's move on with the stuff. So it's like when you see like, I think it's dope that all those characters are like going to get black voices and shit. But yeah, it's like the black community is like, all right, well, it's going to be the same same 10 niggas getting rolled. So I right, exactly. cool. <laughs> like, exactly. like, right, it's going to be the same 10 cool. niggas doing the same cool. shit. Because cool. eventually, respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back to the music before we talk yeah, back about to me, back to music, back to music. So anyway, like, I was, so when we played that song again, we played Lockdown again. I did yeah. hear that. Ba- I heard I heard the bass song you were talking about. I yeah. heard that that the around sample, and it's just crazy to think about like how I like watching songs, newer songs now sample older songs from hip hop instead of being like instead of sampling yeah. other genres, we're sampling old shit i just yeah. like i like it sometimes it can be annoying but for the most part i just i i enjoy that shit i like seeing shit sampled because it's like it's saying that we love and respect this genre so much yes yeah. appreciation to that shit and i know niggas are getting paid off of it too so oh of course i it's like in the in that same vein the thing that i uh am trying to get over in my age now is R&B songs that sample older R&B songs to yeah. make the same R&B song again. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's like Usher became the time capsule of like I'm going to jump on this track that is basically you make me wanna, but I'm going to do it with you and make yeah. it into a new version of that right. same song that I already did, which right. is like, huh? As a, as a, okay. I, SWV I mean, still here. If you want to do an SWV yeah. song, they could do it. They here. They alive, yo. That's <laughs> alive. Like let them get. Like do it. They're here and they want to work, yo. They yo, work. they're yeah. available. Yeah. Yo, it's only a matter of time. People, people, we're, gonna, we're gonna see jagged edge samples very, very soon. Yo. Oh boy. It's gonna, it's gonna be a let's get married. There's gonna be a let's get married remix. Got, got, gotta I'm be. Surprised Chance didn't do that on his last album. Oh, oh man, that might. Oh. <laughs> What's the name? Todd. No, Todd Dollar signed today. Todd Dollar signed that on a song, on the song well, "Straight Up," off his first. Oh, album. oh yeah, yeah. He took the Patrice Russian. Oh yeah, and yeah. put Jagged Edge on there. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm, oh, I'm a super music head, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if yeah, I, told you I appreciate that. that. I appreciate it. <laughs> right, right, but like, oh, speaking of that, have you ever watched Todd Dollar sign talk about music? I, I've never watched him talk about music, but I'm very familiar with all his music because I think Yo. he's this generation's R. Kelly. Yo. Quote me on it, except for all the stuff. Exactly. <laughs> oh, shit. But, like, no, literally, like, you watch, he might, if anything, yeah, he might be better because, like, it's not, okay, what's hard about it is just, like, you watch talk about music. Like, this dude is a, he is a genius. He, talk, he yeah. talks about, like, like, every single level. He, he can play all these instruments and he yeah. understands all this shit. And you're just yeah. like, this motherfucker knows how to make a fucking song. But then it's just like, you look at his content sometimes. I'm just like, bro, you can make better. You can make. You don't have to make the same like I fuck bad bitches 
I'm a fly. Nurse. I mean, listen, if if because you know we're on the same uh, light skin, light eyed email server, so we talk about this all the time. Yeah, yeah, I'm assuming. I'm assuming so. Yeah, but, uh, this, this motherfucker, like him, it's like I think that's really all he does. He does just that in music. You know what I mean? Like, so he's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna go too conceptual. Like, he has three. He has three worlds. He's like got something for the club. Now he's also singing about ego, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, I'm fucking bad bitches. And then also, here's a song for my brother. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's that's, it. That's all he cares about. <laughs> that's and it. It's, I, it's like, yeah, that's it. it's you're like, right. It's he. He is. He is the evolution of what the dream did. Because the dream would just sing about he could make he made albums in a week, he wrote hits for everybody, and it's like, hey, dream, what do you sing about? Well, I want your girl, I love my girl. Where's my girl going? I need <laughs> yeah. to find another girl. That they go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a, the way, when you when you break it down like that, just being like you're successful enough to be like I can just say that, like I like to talk about these three or four things. I mean, listen. I cannot. I cannot wait till I get successful enough in my comedy career where all my jokes will be like, "Yeah, so I'm fucking mad, bitches." <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you know, I fuck, so I fuck my bitches. You know, yeah, I'm just fucking all the bad bitches, and uh, yeah, and this. And where like, are the bad bitches? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, they in the I got audience. a new bad bitch. Yeah, I got a new bad bitch. <laughs> also, hey, y'all ever had bad bitches all the time? <laughs> Nonstop bad bitches. Like, Beautiful on, jokes, just waxing poetic about bad bitches. You know? Like that. Yeah. But again, oh, I would do it like common. I would, oh, what I would do, I think, oh, real quick, because yeah. said this shit, I would get a beanie. When I, when we could come back outside, all I'm doing, yeah. I'm just a beanie. Come in now. Hello, brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about it. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Let me tell you about bad bitches, my brothers and sisters. And is, all your all pussy, like... is your pussy woke? <laughs> If so, I got a song for you. Well, you say you say you're saying you're doing the whole common thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. See, I'm a, my album's gonna be called Commonality. Okay. Yeah. You see, bad bitches are hard to find, <laughs> like the remote. <laughs> Control. No, I'm, with you. Yes. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes. I'm with you. Yes. I told you. I told you. Thank you. Thank you. I told you. Music oh, yeah. for no reason. So back to Ty Dolla Sign real quick. I just yeah. thought about this shit too. Like again, that's another artist that's firmly in his thirties who's just like, I like to talk about these things, and that's what I'm gonna do. It's... And I think that's like, and I think about that more. Like, well, I think like I reflect on it now because I just think about I don't know if, how you felt in your twenties, but yeah, y'all felt this. Like, I felt. Did y'all feel like you had to figure out what you liked? You liked mad shit. Yeah. And yeah. It's like, yeah. It it dep- okay. It it also depends because like for me, I was in New York. I'm from New York, so like I had uh, like a crew here with me the whole time. Yeah. So while I was still trying to figure that out, I was still mobbing outside. You know what I mean? I was still going out every night and doing all these things. So it's like even now with this pandemic time, I'm going through a thing of like, oh, I realize I like so much shit that I never really made time to enjoy and get into. You know what I mean? So I don't know if it's a, I like I don't know where. It is that time of being 20s, but it's also like, where were you when you're 20s? Mm. What was your mind on? What was you, what were you, were you thinking about comedy like this? Were you in it? Were you doing stand-up then? Yeah, that's him saying that's crazy shit, yo. It felt like 20s was like, it felt like I was throwing spaghetti at the wall trying to see what sticks. Oh, I was like, all I'm, right, do I like this shit? Do I like this shit? Do I want to yeah. talk about this? And, like, and then it's like you kind of just like, all right, no, this is what I'm about. Motherfucker, you're this doing. You're doing comics now. You weren't doing comics before the pandemic. I don't know if you've ever done them before. You might have. You might have seen a fucking boondocks or something, and might like subliminal shit. We're like, oh, this is dope, and never thought about it. And then now you start throwing shit in the wall. But it's like it's shit that you're like, oh, I'm inspired artistically to do this shit. Yeah, it's different, you know. It's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a different thing, and that's I feel like that's where the pandemic has low-key been like what that's been a silver lining of it if possible like just being able to like sit back and think about what you're into what you want to do and just giving it a shot because fuck it there's no there's no reason not to but then i've seen people who have the opposite thing where it's just like they like their whole they, they understand understood themselves completely They're like i know Early, yeah. i do this i do this yeah. i make money doing this this is my mm-hmm. life then you stripped away all that shit and now it's like all they have left is like that's why i saw people i saw people like on 
both sides of the political spectrum just go extra hard. Like it's like they had nothing else. Like I saw like I had a friend who I was like, he might be a Republican. Then I talked to him like three weeks ago. He was like, bro, you ever heard of Candace Owens? And I was like, oh no. Oh. He, he just like you like you like you you shift away. I feel like he lost the ability to travel and yeah. like you know do fun shit and now all he has left is like that racism that was always but like that he's probably running from this just like hey there's a, there's a lot of media here you want to learn about this and he's like well i got no choice now and it's just like <laughs> it's fucking that that's it's like yo i re- respect to everybody and what you believe or whatever blah 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 but i'm i'm worried about all those black speakers the candace owens the twins or like and worried about them just on a sense of just like bigger spectrum blackness just like are y'all all right you know what i mean like you know that now you have to have this on you for the rest of your life like you they made it they made their decision they made they made their decision yeah there's like, there's like also, yeah it's because it's also at the end of the day they were fucking like they were saying all that wild shit to these this group of people and it's like yes you you had the power there but at the same time your fan base was all terrible people yeah. That talk to like, and I guarantee you they probably didn't meet and greet because those fucking Claremont twins, not Claremont twins. That's those are the scammer bitches. Oh yeah, oh, the Hodge, <laughs> the Hodge, the Hodge twins. twins, the Hodge twins. We're on the same that. email server with Todd Allison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming it's like all like it's been it's, it's been tense in the light eyes, light skin. Like, it's been tense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's another civil ten- war going on. It's been tense for the light brights. It's been tense for the oh, light man. Bro. Jesse Williams is like, come on, guys. <laughs> guys, just get yourself a white girl and just... <laughs> yeah, yourself a white woman. Just relax, like, bro. Yeah. It's fine. This white girl was I, high, too. I was like, all right. Yo, it's, that's another thing with this pandemic on, on like a weird low where it's just like, I, I've dated all different types of women. And mm-hmm. I think like during comedy, mostly like publicly, I've been with like white women, right? Yeah. And so, like, with everything that's been going on, it was like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if I can, I don't know if I can again. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if this is right for the culture. I, I don't know. This is, it, this might be bigger than me. Yo, I had a date. <laughs> I had a date with a white girl. And Traitor! I, we were, yeah. How <laughs> dare you? We were, yeah, it was fucked up. We were walking, we were walking around. We were walking, like, around, like, on, on Myrtle. We were walking on yeah. in the middle of the summer. And I'm walking, I, I walk by this old black lady. And I can see her in her eyes. It's just like, we're, we're going through a pandemic right now. You're risking your life to be out with her. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's never that serious when you're in it until you see somebody else. So it's like, yeah, it's never that, and you're like, yeah. like, yo, it's, it's Saturday. It's, <laughs> we just, it's we, the seventh. It's, we cool. It. We just vibe, but it's whatever. <laughs> But all right, yeah, I don't want to get the there's there's so many podcasts there's many podcasts about like black women black dudes and white women that's not we don't need we don't need to do that shit we don't give a fuck about that but if you're listening date who you date who you date you know what I mean it's fine now, niggas ain't gonna judge you just date who you date like who you like as long as they like you for you and they're not fetishizing what you are you know what I'm saying they don't, if they don't know like they have to know why you're attractive that was my problem with dating white women before I was like they didn't understand Ooh. why I was attractive. Oh, that's a that's a low key bar. Yeah, it's like Hold they somebody that understand like because I think yeah you have qualities that you might not notice about yourself. But I think in general yeah. you date somebody like the things that you're proud of, the things that yeah. you like. It's like I put time and effort into this shit, and you yeah. date somebody that doesn't like that shit about you, then why fucking be with that person? Like you, we're stand ups. Yeah. Date somebody that doesn't like that, that doesn't get your comedy. Leave that fucking person. You don't need that. Yeah. Like, you're putting too much energy and thought into what you're doing. You put all your whole, your whole heart into the shit, and yeah. they that fuck that shit so that's my message for the world just like just like yeah date people who like you for you who actually like you and not what you are yeah but if you want to fuck somebody fuck whoever it is yeah just fuck yeah they they don't they don't even got to treat you like anything if they no, just, like, y'all no. just fucking <laughs> just, y'all just, just say yeah just fuck, go if you fucking fuck. don't even tell her you're doing stand-up just, yeah, just don't say don't say nothing don't say that don't you even don't you even all right now my next question okay <laughs> Question for you. Uh, this is mm-hmm. the musical. This is the musical advice show, and Let's I would like it. to give you some musical advice. What is going on in your life right now that a song could help? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. all right. Um, I'm I'm currently dating this this young lady who yeah. is uh she's white but she's from Canada, so I don't know if that if that means anything. Um, this means. The, that- I don't know. She, she did. Has- she didn't vote for Trump. She's. So I can say that. 
<laughs> she's not part of 55 percent i know that's right, fact. That good she's good she's canadian right? yeah Tastes like maple oh. syrup and shit yeah you know yeah you know little... <laughs> but uh uh because it's and it is it is like a long distance dating thing mm-hmm. because uh we're in we're in two different states so what kind what should i do advice wise like how 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 do i make this situation a better situation should we right. care about this or what what do you think well um first things first i wanted to um just establish here dating long distance it's tough we all go through it and dating in the corner uh-huh. then right, right now dating during, dating during a pandemic like long distance might as well be like i live in bushwick and she lives in clinton hill it's like it's yeah. not even <laughs> it's still like it's insurmountable like after like it's, it's crazy but yeah i think that um making it work that's one of those things that you make work because if you like a person you're excited about the person then it, it's gonna work i think long distance always it struggles it suffers because it's like you're around so many other people that you're like i'm tempted but now it's like we're locked down who are you fucking around like it's like you can, you can make that shit work and i'm thinking about it based off of you know honestin pot said the leader of the new this new soul movement or whatever and just like this idea of like rapping like it's like a it's singing but it's rapping with the same like you know cadences and stuff like that i had to think about my dude uh black aka six lack okay you know i mean he dropped uh he dropped an ep called six piece hot he has a song called outside okay and the song outside, it's pretty cool. But basically, like, what I recommend is that you just find other ways to connect. You know, what I mean, we have like it sucks to be long distance. Distance is a is a true thing, but at the same time, we have our phones, we have technology, and technology bridges that gap in so many ways. You don't even realize it. You can text, yeah. obviously, but you can call, you can Facetime, you can play games, you can do the house party shit on Netflix, where it's like you just watch yep. a movie at the same time and you discuss the shit. There's mad shit you can do. And I think what you, but the thing that's always important is just like you do that shit, but you build up to be like when we see each other again, just the idea of being together. Because I think long distance, what I mean, that thing that always that suffers a lot is like you're doing it because I've been long distance before, where you're just like, yeah. all right, you're out here, you're doing a thing, and when you link up, all you do is fuck. Because that's all that's all that's all you built up is like we're just gonna fuck, and it's like yeah, when you do that. You kind of lose the, the the value of what the relationship is. You're more yeah. than that. So I think it's like you just build up and you think about plans and shit that you could do. And it's like, all right, we could do this here, we could do this here, we could do the, like this this match that we can do. So I think you just build up optimism. All right. That's that is that is really good, really good advice. Yeah, man. Cause we've been because we've all because trust me, we've all we've all been there. It's like you have a lot of this yeah. I've had and I've had a lot of this shit not work out because the reason it didn't work out was because it was like i think i was with that person because of convenience when, when they were around and then when they weren't around i had to discover like i discovered more of myself and when i discovered more of myself i was like this person either doesn't support the growth i'm making or doesn't understand the growth i'm making so it's just like what are we what are we doing but it's like as you talk as you talked about earlier just being like we're firmly in our 30s and shit and we know who we are we know what yeah. we are we've gone through yeah. so many journeys with who we are so it's like that's not an issue it's not scary anymore we can we can handle that shit when you're 20 you're young 20 insecure about everything don't know shit you can be swayed so easily but now we have yeah. these fucking got these boundaries now got these boundaries and shit now we can do shit like think about doing like getting super super high at like 23 24 and having anxiety that's scary as hell now it's yeah. like in my 30s in your 30s you're like oh i can do that shit no problem or drinking we talk about oh, i drink whiskey straight imagine drinking yeah. whiskey neat when you were 22. no <laughs> just, you'd be in, ja- yeah. you'd be in jail yeah. <laughs> that's jail <laughs> that's jail juice you drink yeah bro. exactly because exactly. <laughs> you, know, you can't that's prison handle, punch you can't, yeah, have you can't handle yeah. shit. but now so you can drink that shit, and now it's like you can tell now it's like you know yourself so well it's just like oh i drink the shit and i can tell i can tell i'm four drinks away from throwing up unless i do this this and this yeah yeah i need to drink two glasses of water eat something and stop drinking for a minute then yeah. like that's you know yourself so it's like you just take that and understand that understanding and like step that you can like just hold yourself down like that 
and put it towards whatever you want to build because building shit is exciting. Building shit is fun. When the motherfucker knows you and mm-hmm. actually knows you and it's not, and it's like you can see in their eyes and see when they talk to you that they actually care about what you are and who you are and how you feel and not just like what you feel like. Yeah. Right. Bars, that's good. That's that's some really good advice. Yeah, thanks. That's what I got. No, that's what I got from the Bars. song. I got it from the song right. um, Six Flag. That whole EP is called. Uh, All right, let me check whole, it out. The whole EP is great. Um, I like Six Flag's music a lot. I think that like he's got a, it was a rapper at first, but then he like bridged into like music. Maybe no, he bridged think, into R and B. I think so, he was like a battle rapper, right? Uh, I'm not sure. He might have been. I I don't know. That's not too much about it. But also, wow. if you're listening out there, uh, the on the on the EP. I recommend some of the ATL freestyle, the Know My Right song, Little Baby, uh, Outside We Just Played, and the song Elephant in the Room, because that song is literally about just like, I will pick my dreams over you every single time, which is amazing. So, yeah. Oh, damn, my shit. Definitely save that shit. Uh, this, is, this is so random, random aside. I think this is a, I found a video. It is a video of your boy Six Slack and Young Thug having a rap battle. What? All right. We got to. Before the fame. This is before the fame. So we got to. Can we, can we, can we, like, can you share the screen? We got to play this video. All right. Let me. Yeah. Nick, you got to. If you just go to, uh, you can go to YouTube and find it. Also, shout out to Mike for being half of the super video bros. Oh, yeah. 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 What's up? What's up? Uh, Super Video Bros every Saturday from two to four with me, Dylan Stevenson, was, and Ariel Eighty. You know we do. That was the most fun Twitch show ever. <laughs> oh my yeah, god, it's, just, it's lit. We try because yo, because people don't because you don't like people don't like videos anymore. Yeah, yo. It, okay, okay. We were talking about pandemic shit. Yeah. So we, when we did that show, we did that show live, right? Yeah. So it would be that. But with a room with like a hundred people, yeah, and we're just electricity in a room because we're all like, "Oh my god!" Just like going crazy over the videos. Everybody's firing jokes. People were drinking. It was a good thing. Um, thanks for coming and do the Twitch thing. That's like the new version of it. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I, once yeah. once we could get back outside, oh, I can't wait to go on the road with it. I cannot wait. It's good. I, like, I cannot wait. I feel like if you you're like, I feel like with a projector. And like a good outdoor, like a rooftop space and a heat lamp, you can make you can make it do what it do. It's yeah, a driving theater. Just yeah, <laughs> we're trying to yo whatever whatever works. But we trying to we trying to get it going. We thought about it like uh, we were talking about the other day, like oh we should do we should do it like outside. He was like, yeah, this would be great for the winter while it snows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can know, but still like this. You no, know, this this mad this mad heat lamps is though. There's also a bunch of there's a bunch of venues right now that are desperate. They're it's like they just need shows. They, they need, need something. They need, they need something. Yeah. Well, man, we'll we'll see. I'm 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 just like looking at this year. Like what what's left of this year? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I don't boys like me now. Things that'll probably lift the dinosaur off the ground. Hey. Homeboys, where they stepping up to? I got hands ready to dance like step it up too. They got <laughs> survey members, and I'm getting money so the bank I enter. Popped so much ice that he felt like winter. Jewels on my neck like the bird gang member. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 20 seconds of bars. There you go. That's all, right. that's all, you, that's all you need. You, 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 can, you, can, you can tell exactly what time period that is by the yeah. length of the shirts and the lack of uh, snapbacks. <laughs> Everything <laughs> there is fully hey. sewn up. Hey, those those fitted, hat, fitted hats is coming back. Snapbacks about to be out. Fitted hats is coming oh, back. Oh, man. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, yeah, buy socks and buy socks and lids. <laughs> I'm out to bro. Buy stock and lids. I just I have a big head and it was just embarrassing how many hats they'd have to take off. To get- oh, that's the worst. 
<laughs> like what size? I'm like, I don't want to tell you. Just go to the back. Dogs. Whatever's right at right below eight. Just give me that. I'll say that, that, actually, that, yo, that's a good ass point, bro. We don't we don't we talk about that. We talk about that fashion era of just niggas wearing extra baggy shit and yeah, yeah you're yeah, wearing big ass hats and shit. Right. Yeah. The hats were tailored though. Yeah, but it's like yeah, no, but still just wearing but wearing all that shit. And it's just like just the awkwardness of walking into the store as like a teenager and being like. I need that right there. So you mean like they're looking at you like serious? I remember I went to Lids once and I bought like a hat that had a gang affiliation with it, and I had no idea. And they they warned me. They warned me like three times. Oh man, are you from Lennox? No. You sure? No. You want the hat? You're not from Lennox? And I was like, yeah. They're like, all right. Did did anything happen with that? Oh hell hell yeah! I got yo. I got yo. What's the? If y'all seen that dude on fucking TikTok who just talks about what hats not to wear in LA? Press race is the press ratio. Press ratio is ten out of ten. Like if you wear this hat in LA, you're gonna get pressed. Yeah, pressed immediately. What I heard is like what basically I learned is like don't wear a fucking Houston a Houston. Astros hat in LA, you will get pressed. Um, that's the that's the like, worst hat to wear, or like a, a Boston Red Sox hat is blood. The yeah. best hat to wear is a black LA. But I wore the, the Lennox. I wore that fucking St. Louis hat. Nigga took it right <laughs> off my head, and I was like, damn. They just took it. They just took it. <laughs> and I'm just like, shit. But I learned my heart learned the hard way. Oh man, so that's I why I died like, right there. I would have I got shot right there. But why? <laughs> you know. Dog, that's what sucks about being a nigga sometimes. It's just like, <laughs> it's just dog, like, you have to like, you have to, if you have any ethics or morals, you could die for that shit. Yeah, like that's just what happens. That's what happens. That's what happens. Let me challenge. Like, no, like, no, don't take my money. <laughs> what? Just don't take it. You could. Hey, I have you, a, step, I have you a stepped in my shoe. You stepped, in, you stepped in my shoe. Apologize. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> dog. It's, Put it away. It's, 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 you, can't say, you can't even say I'm sorry because you say I'm sorry. Oh, you saw you, you saw what you sorry. Like da da da. Like that's like that's how you get you like. <laughs> nah, ain't okay. no sorry. Ain't no sorry. Ain't no sorry. <laughs> okay, well I'll apologize. <laughs> I beg your forgiveness. Which <laughs> how you want me to phrase it? But come on, beg my pardon. <laughs> that's why I love. That's why again, that's all about thirties and shit. Because I've been there've been so many times I've been out. I've seen some hood ass older niggas, and like they might they might do whatever, whatever. And they're like, oh, it's a go. I'm sorry. They they apologize like three times because yeah. they've seen that shit go left so many times. It's like niggas will apologize. It. I feel like it, there's there's two sides where it's like you have like I guess like the the gangsters who don't take no shit, and then they turn like 30, 40, like oh, I can just not take shit from. The people in my community but in general it's fine sorry my bad you know with us it's always been like hey can we just apologize or something can we just say, oh, sorry can i just can i just say sorry and it's funny dude i didn't mean that i didn't mean that all right it's good i did see a dude i did see i remember i was on the train a while back and like i'm standing in the corner it's like packed and shit and this dude bumps me with his book bag he turns to me he's like look dog i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm like all right bet and then i see he's with his crew or whatever and then he bumps into this white dude, and the white dude pushes him as he get the white dude, white dude pushes him off. And as the guy, as the train doors open, and I see as he pushes him off, a fist go flying <laughs> and hit the white dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, holy shit! Because the because the nigga apologized to me so sincerely. Yeah. Yeah, because he was he was truly sorry. He was, he was truly sorry, but it's like that. But that dude, like, it's like if I if I was like, hey, that would have fucking ended. Yeah, you were to call, but see, like, if you like, if you this is the thing, like, you could do certain things. It's like, yo, you're gonna catch a fist, yeah. Like, you could push him off, but just be ready for whatever right. comes after that. Yeah, pushing somebody on the train. What are you thinking? Yo, I have I have a theory that um I saw I saw something about this. I have a theory that you can tell how bad somebody's hood is by how polite they are. <laughs> the politest niggas come from the worst hoods. Like the, the niggas that are like yo, so like oh my fault, my bad. Because they know they see niggas die over that shit, so they're super yeah, yeah. polite. So if you go somewhere where niggas are super like, eh, it's like yo, because shit doesn't happen. Shit doesn't happen here. When yeah. shit really happens, I like, I see niggas the worst. I see niggas like I saw niggas from like Brockton. Brockton's probably like one of the worst parts of, of Massachusetts. I yeah. mean, it's not. The, it's like it's shit goes down. But anyway, yeah. 
I remember I had a Brockton homie who'd come over all the time and just be like, yeah. yo, hey, Tawanda, do you mind if I grab this banana from the fridge? Hey, thank you. Can I, can I get this water? Yo, thank you so yep. much. Everything is yeah. polite, polite, polite. And then my niggas told me like a few years later, like, yeah, he's in jail now. And he like burned somebody with a, he like tortured somebody with an iron. I was like, wait, yeah. That's <laughs> like, just like niggas have like niggas can have man, like hood niggas have great manners because if you, if you don't, you could die over that shit. That's that's what it is. It's drugs and manners. That's all it yeah, is. Nigga, drugs and manners, yeah. though. Exactly. Like, but I respect. I re- like everybody. Know, there is a code. That's the thing. There is a code. They have their G code, and then when they're acting, when they're around civilians, they're just like, "All right, they don't want nothing from you." Yeah. Can I get this banana from the fridge, please? Thank you, exactly. Kyle. Exactly. That's it. And they're cool. <laughs> and the thing was, I had I had mad bananas. I was like, <laughs> I got a lot of bananas. I was like, he asked, he asked, he said, the way he said thank you was, I was like, what? Damn. So yeah, you knew, you know, he had some like real good personality to say like, yo, thank you. Cause he saw the bananas. He was like, yo, you know, thank you. I don't know if you were hoarding these bananas. I don't know if this is something that that you have. Making some bread or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You can't even make that low, but you know what? You gave it to me. Right. Uh, exactly shout out to buster and thanks and i appreciate you asking for the banana but all right yeah. <laughs> um next thing Much love. So this is the closing segment uh yeah we're gonna flip the whole shit in reverse and i'm gonna ask right. what's going on in my life okay and offer a song for me okay all right so um we talked earlier about the election and how it felt like a dream and shit mm-hmm. and i've been noticing lately that like my life has lacked whilst it's lacked stability it's been a series of exciting moments like okay. uh i've started drawing that comic that was exciting yeah. i got the comic into an art gallery that was exciting just shit like just like i've been like yeah. it's, it's been like things that like i didn't plan on but it's like, like i kind of stumbled I, I walked into it and yeah. um i've been catching myself recently just having like kind of fatigue because it while it feels like I'm just stumbling into things, it is my subconscious that is working nonstop, figuring yeah. out different ways, different avenues to get to where I want to get. And I just want to give my brain a break. I'm like, all right, I need to like, I want to give my brain a break because calling it like, like for example, this weekend me and my friends, we went to Saturday Night Live because I got a, I randomly got a call being like, hey, do you want tickets to the show? And I got yeah. tickets. And it's like, yeah. I'm, I, a part of me, while I love that, I don't want, I'm like kind of getting tired of just like the major <laughs> events in my life just being like surprises. Because uh, because the, mm. the, mo- the, mo- the moment itself is great. The moment, mm. is, like, the art gallery thing was amazing when it happened. But when it's done, it's just like, well, now what? Oh. And it's like that, and is that feel? I have this feeling for maybe two or three days, of just like pure anxiety, where it's just like, what if that was? What if that's oh, where this ends? Oh, that's 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 such heavy shit that like I think everybody, everybody gets, and it's like it. Uh, I think what what song is is a a good song, advice wise. Okay, okay, here's one I'll give you. Uh, just because it's it's new, Big Sean, harder than my demons. Oh yeah, that's a good that off Detroit too. Yeah, I love. So I'll give album. I'll give you I I'll give you that one. I'll give you yeah. that one because I think in general, uh, and especially Sean's whole album, I think really does does something of touching on anxieties, touching on all those ideas of like I want to do these amazing things and. Sometimes things happen and they're beyond my control. Um, yeah. I, I think that um, for how Sean talks about it, I feel that he does the thing of like, he works hard on it and he's not doing it for the benefit or for that special thing. But if you just keep working hard on making these special things, then you are in a way controlling those moments right so like the snl call isn't something that you're like yo i'm gonna go to snl and see dave do it right but your time in comedy and what you've been putting out and all that results in that happening so you did have something directly influenced in it to make that thing come to fruition it wasn't thing you planned on 
but also through comedy, you also got into the art gallery and things like that. So the demons are like, that's that feeling of like, fuck, I'm at the T, there's nothing to look forward to. But it's like, no, there's the thing that you look forward to is yourself. Like, yeah, just keep doing, keep keep doing you because you're going to have that thing that's going to try to stop you from doing what you want to do or making you feel like the uh, things you have are not in your control. But the only thing is that is in your control are the things that you can make. So when you feel like, fuck, I can't control anything. Well, you can control what you make. Make something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Work harder than a demon telling you not to, you know? I appreciate that. Just distracting, bro. That's, that's real. That's real. I appreciate it. Yeah, because I agree with that. Um, it's funny. It's funny that you said, like, the things I put, the work I put in led to calls like that. And, yeah. um, yeah, I think that to add upon your point, the work is, is I think when you work a lot, when you work hard, the value of the work starts to diminish because you're always doing it. Mm-hmm. So you forget the progress you're making, especially yeah. when it's just like, especially because in our career, in our career paths and all in this, in this, in this industry, you're not getting consistent affirmation. You're not, it's not full of consistent affirmation. Like the laughs are affirmations, but it's just like when you're making when you're making projects and stuff like that, you're not getting like an affirm like, oh, congratulations, you made it to the next, you yeah, the next level of comedy. There's none of that. Yeah. There's no promotions. There's no. It's just no. like things kind of just start to things kind of happen. But it's like yeah. if it, and it, you can like it's easy to get to a place where it's just like you've been working for a year and you feel progress. But somebody asks for like a tangible like credit or something like that, and it's like I don't really have one. I just have like I've done some shit. Yeah. So, it's i think that's that's a demon you speak of and um and and real quick you can always put a you could always put a tangible target up you could always do that i mean i don't i don't subscribe to it but like i mean you can't like there's a school of like when i started with people like oh yeah so you know you gotta do jfl or you gotta do this you gotta you gotta do a, a comedy central presents so you're not doing anything or if you don't have a netflix special you don't do this and, and so you start having all these things like okay i'm doing this to do these things but also it's like if you don't get them then does it feel like you didn't do anything and after you do get them then what happens next what happens now so it's just better i think to just consistently do your own shit and do your own comedy and get better as a comic because people like people see when they see it but you'll be ready for that time when it comes and you put in all the work to get to that thing. So it's tangibly, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm, you know? Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think that, um, I look at it like this is in a very altruistic way Yeah. of like beyond just calm. I think in life in general, you yeah. get the things, you get the things you're prepared for. And this is it's either get things you're prepared for or things you're not prepared for. And yeah. like, like, at a, this is, I was thinking about this before, like, if somebody walked up to me right now and was like, yo, Tawanda, I got a BMW with your name on it, right? Like that scene and paid that scene and paid in full. Like, it's just like, yo, this this that's that's my stuff. That's, that's, yeah. that, that's you. He gives him a free, he gives him a free car. And I was just like, I was, I was watching, I was like, Could I if that happened to me right now, would that be a good thing? And I was like, no, that'd be the worst thing in the world because it's like I have nowhere to park it. Uh, I also can't. I couldn't afford the insurance. Also, BMWs break down. BMWs break down hella easy. So it's just like, and now also I don't have a fucking job. So now I'm just a hot boy in a fucking BMW with nothing. <laughs> so and it's also when people see me in this BMW, it's hard to like tell a girl like, "Yo, let's meet up and go half on drinks." When you're driving a fucking BMW, it's like this. It's this whole lifestyle that I did not cultivate. Right? So it's like I compare that. So it's like the chances of me enjoying that are very slim. Yeah. And I like to see that as like the same thing with like, you know, accolades or whatever and comedy and whatnot being like, if I got this thing that I want mm-hmm. right now, it would slip through my fingertips because it's not because that's how the game works, but it's because like yeah. I'm not prepared for that. Then get prepared, yo. Yeah, exactly. Well, to, so take think, that time to get prepared, man. Yeah, so definitely. You know, but, I, but what you're saying is true. And just like the D, de- like I think, these demons and just being about to just go back to the door demons these demons yeah. are like they're creating desperation that's like well you're not you know you're not you're not ready but you got it if you if you don't do it, if you don't do it now then it's never gonna happen so it's like you're, you're it's pushing you to like do some shit like so basically yeah. trying to be like my mind's been working overtime and 
I think it's just let in the work, just be the work. That's what just that's the goal. It's not you the, can do that shit. Yeah. I like I even like with just just with me, like my whole comedy experience and my trajectory and all the things, it's like it's gone in so many different directions. I had like in my first year of comedy, I got like this comedy central audition to do uh for the for the show The Ruckus. Yeah. And on the uh on the bill was uh I don't know if you guys know talent Kareem yeah. Green yeah Jermaine Fowler yeah Nori Davis yeah. Um, who else was on there I think Nathan McIntyre like it was like some killers on there and I'm like I'm like one year in and they're like peers and all this shit but like they've been doing it for a while wow yeah and it was like my first audition and it came late and I was just happy because I'm like oh shit I got an audition and I go do it and I wasn't ready for it you know what I mean like uh in the taped audition because the auditions were being taped and then sent to Russell during the audition, like a, someone's phone rang and had like a personalized uh, mail message or whatever on it. So it was like, can't pick up the phone right now. So shit, I was like, Oh my God. Like, and I'm like, I just know what to do. I'm like, do we start this thing over? Do we start, do we start the whole show or whatever? He's like, no, it's, it's taped. You have your, your minutes and your times or whatever. So like I did my jokes and it was like just a bomb. Cause I was still in my head about shit. But after all the comments were they just show love, like, yo, you're like, yeah, yo, you're funny, you're a great writer, you could do this again, but it this was not your time for this. And you just have to know that. You have yeah. to know that this wasn't your time. This was your time to do that and for that shit to happen. Exactly. And, and so you know that next time something like that happens, you know how to finesse that. You know how to trust yourself and trust your jokes and all those things. You know? So I don't I try not to look at tangible stuff. Uh too much even though it's a great thing to have but it's also like when you have it, it's like okay you got it now what you can oh. like there's it's like yeah you can get a netflix comedy special but what if nobody watches it you know in the industry you say you can have one but if nobody is a comedy you're like i want you to watch my shit nobody watches yeah. it On the side, to bring it back to your common character like fucking mad bitches it's like the same way it's yeah. kind of like, you can have the dopest chick in your bed sleeping next to you but it's like she doesn't mm -hmm. text you back what does that mean? Exactly. Nothing. So, yo, pick your battles, yo. <laughs> yeah. All right, word. Thank you, Mike, for doing the show. Really appreciate yeah. it. Tell everybody where they can find you, what you're on, all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay, everybody can find me at Yo Mike Brown on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on all that shit. Um, yeah, that's it. Just just follow me on my socials. I, I'll, I'm popping in here and there because I am just, like, creating and staying away and reading. But um, I All might right. give you a book book recommendation or a joke here and there. And talk but about what's it Talk about fucking uh, Super Video Bros some more. Talk, yeah. Oh yeah! Oh shit! Super Video Bros. Uh, see, because I always say me because I'm like if you follow me, you are gonna get all yeah, that other stuff. Yeah, but yeah, Super exactly. Video Bros. Super Video Bros. is a is a weekly music video show where uh, myself, Dylan Stevenson, Ariel Lieti, we are the Super Video Bros. and Sister Dot, and uh, we just watch videos for two hours. We have different uh thematic parts in the uh, music video stream. We have different categories for it. Every show is a different show. Uh, the Halloween show, we did, uh, we did all these spooky music videos, um, including like some of the classics like Thriller and um, Backstreet Boys, Everybody's Back. Yeah. But then we went into the whole side of the rock, like, like just rock and roll shit that we've never seen before and had a fucking blast. So it's uh, a... Right. It's a show basically like watching music videos with your friends. It's like that. Excellent. Really and yeah. also, like, what? what's that TBS shit? Oh, yeah. That's, you see? You see? You see? You see where I'm at? You see where I'm at right now? You see? That's exactly where exactly you at. Oh, yeah. man. All right. Um, also, watch Full Frontal on TBS every Wednesday night. Full Frontal with Samantha B. Um, I'm a correspondent on there. And also, check out their social because I have stuff on there, too. So, yeah. But everything you can find at Yo Mike Brown. All right, thank you so much. Now, Nick, could you kindly do me a favor and just be like um, the Jamaican introducing Kamala Harris? No, the Jamaican giving the tour of the Kamala Harris VP VP office. <laughs> All right, step inside, please. Step inside, please. Don't touch anything. This belongs to Miss Harris. <laughs> 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 that's all we need that's all we need that's all we need they're getting trump and that h right out the office <laughs> oh my god that was perfect the white house it's leaving <laughs> <laughs> 
right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for everything. Uh, follow the podcast at TLR Pod on Instagram and Twitter. No, we don't have it. Just follow Twandis on Twitter because I don't really. You don't have to do any social media things for this podcast. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but like, if you like the shit, then dope. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you're a girl I dated in the past, I didn't mean anything I said about you. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. And, and listen, if you're a girl I'm dating currently, you know, I didn't mean anything. Right? <laughs> 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 of all the bases. If you're a girl I've dated before, I, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, and also, cool. if you're a girl I'm going to date in the future, I just want to apologize. Yeah, right I about yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, right, all right, y'all. Thank you guys so much. Everyone take care. Love you all. Be easy. Bye. And we're done. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com.